Hello, everybody. We're back again for another Left Turn NASCAR podcast. Just a reminder, if you guys want to see some iRacing content, go check out our YouTube at Another Left Turn. And if you want to watch our guy, Mm -hmm. Will, do some iRacing, his Twitch is... Will Tyndall 88. Yes, sir. Link will be in the description. Yes. If you want to do that, go check it out. YouTube and Twitch. Otherwise, we are available on Spotify and iTunes to listen. And remember, we are putting putting content up on YouTube, but I'm streaming... If not every yeah. night, every other night, yep. and not everything's getting uploaded to YouTube, so there's always more con- more live content going to be on Twitch. Yep. So make sure to check it out. So off weekend in NASCAR, man, I hate off weekends. Yeah. It's always like I feel like I'm missing something. Easter would have been better with NASCAR. Yeah, I know, <laughs> wouldn't it? But I get yeah. it. There's some good old boys, man. They be having Easter off. Yeah, man. It's fine. Yeah, it's all good. It makes more anticipation for Martinsville this weekend. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty exciting. I love me some Martinsville. I do too, man. And it's a night race, like official, like Saturday night, like race. So that's yeah. cool. It's, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be cool. Is it starting the daylight? I think right. It starts six thirty our time, so probably seven thirty Martinsville time. So sunset is probably like eight thirty. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, man. At least the part of the last two hundred laps, at least, will be in. Oh uh, yeah, if not the three hundred. So we've been to seven different racetracks this year, season and seven different winners. Where do you think we stand? Like, who do you think is good? Who do you think's not? Kyle Larson. I did, yeah, yeah. He's good. Yeah, I know. He's Kyle a, Larson. He's, a, he's he's the fastest car in Cup right now. You think so? Yes. I think he's led the most laps this year. He's the fastest car in NASCAR right yeah. now. And I think Denny Hamlin's pretty fast too. Yeah. Montreux's been a little pretty fast. Joey Logano. Yeah, I mean, he's led a little bit, you know. I think Brad's ran pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. So pretty much Penske, Joe Gibbs, and Hendrick are yeah. kind of like running the show right Imagine now. Imagine that. Yeah. And Kevin Harvick has been like competitive, but he hasn't like had race winning speed at all this year. Yeah, no. It's kind of weird. I mean, you know, the rest of the SHR guys, they're all below 20th in points. Uh, what does it say? Uh, Custer's 23rd, and Amarola and Briscoe are 27th and 28th, 28th in points. That's crazy. And Harvick's 8th. Yeah, I heard the only laps he ever led was uh seventeen in the five hundred, and he hasn't led a lap since. Yeah, I mean he's probably gonna win this year. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if like he wins one race this year, and that's like if it. You won't be surprised if he. I mean, if he wins like one race, which I think he's gonna win this year, but if he only wins like one race this year and nobody else at Stewart House wins, yeah. I, mean, I think we called it last year either like it was going to be like Kevin Harvick's going to win all these races and not win next year. Yeah, all these extra wins that SHR is not going to get this year, probably going to go to Hendrick. Yeah. Because Wim Byron and Kyle Larson have already won this year. And I mean, Alex just seems to have issues or problems towards the end of the race. Yeah. I mean, he would have been compared. I mean, he, I don't know if he could really help what happened to him in the dirt race, but that is dirt. I mean, last time we were on pavement, he, he, he brought her home third. Yeah, so we'll just he was running to... good at Bristol. He just seems like he's always got some bullshit. Yeah, like, just about to say some bullshit. Always, man. He just needs. I mean, he needs to have races more races like Atlanta. Yeah, because I mean, he didn't have like the winning car that day at Atlanta, but like he was just there all day. And like who, like you know, you, you put yourself in that position. What happens was a late race caution. People take tires, or. That's what Bl- it's about. Blaney catches Larson and they crash or something. Yeah, yeah. And he would have been before. there. He needs to put himself in more of those situations. He'll get a couple wins. And Ch- I mean, Chase is going to win. Man, that's all NASCAR is about, man. No. If you just put yourself consistently up front, you're yeah. going to get a win. Has Chase Elliott been the slowest Hendrick car this year? 
I don't know. I feel like he's shown speed. He's just kind of like had some issues. Seems yeah. like all the people that were dominant last year are kind of like starting off slow this year. Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott. Yeah. All I mean, Denny Hamlin's like first in points. Yeah, Denny Hamlin's been pretty fast. He's done everything but win a race. Yeah. Much. So like, I mean, that's that. But and this might be one of those years in NASCAR where like the winningest driver of the season only wins like four races, three races. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, that would be crazy. Three races? Can you imagine? If the winningest driver only had three races? Yeah, was there going to be five guys, six guys with three wins? I don't know. You know what I mean? Man, that's the diversity in NASCAR is so awesome. Like, there's no other motorsport that you could have seven different winners in seven weeks. When was the last time that happened in F1? I couldn't tell you. I bet it's never happened. Um, It could happen in IndyCar. Uh, maybe. But still, there's like... In, the gap in any car is way closer than it is in Formula One. It is. Hopefully, Formula One starts to. I'm excited for IndyCar this year, man. I'm too. It's in two weeks. I think it's the weekend of the 18th. Because they canceled St. Pete. Well, they didn't cancel it. They moved it back. Yeah, they were supposed to already start. So, where are they? Are they starting in Long Beach? They're or? starting in Alabama. Oh, and Barber. Yeah. Starting in Barber. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen Jimmy Johnson posting about it. That'll be cool. I'm definitely yeah. going to be watching that. I'd, I'd like to go to a track there. It's, it's in Alabama. I'd like to go to a race there sometime. I, I mean, if IndyCar's racing there, I'd go. That'd be cool. Go I want to go to IndyCar race, man. Yeah, we can like, do that. We can do that someday, bro. We can yeah. go home. I take you around. We'll go see a Indy car race in Birmingham. Get you down there in Birmingham, bro. Birmingham is it? You don't? Do, is it like inner city or outer city? It's out. It's outside the city of Birmingham, but like we'll take you downtown Birmingham, bro. Yeah, it's a lot of history in Birmingham, Alabama. That'd be cool, man. I I would like to go to Indy car race soon. I wish they went to more ovals, but it is what it is. I mean, it's just the way it is. I mean, dangerous. The, the the look of someone in today's society, like if someone in IndyCar driver dies, like with the criticism, but like you got to stick to your roots though, because IndyCar didn't start out running road courses. Yeah, no. That's crazy. I mean, there was a time when IRL was like an all oval. They did like all ovals. And IRL, there was like IRL, then CART, right? Yeah. And then what they joined, or they had yeah. like a falling out, or emerged. Yeah. And that became IndyCar. Yeah. I mean, it's always been IndyCar, I think, or because that, I that's think what they, people called it. But it, like the sanctioned body or the series name, they call it IndyCar because of Indianapolis, correct? Yeah. I mean, I imagine. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. IndyCar racing, man. They should yeah. go to more ovals. I mean, there was a time in history where like the Indy Five Hundred was such an event that like people would bring cars from F One, IRL, Formula One, like. And they would compete the, the, in the it. Indy 500 was on the Formula One schedule at one point. I think it was only for a couple of years, but it was. Yeah, that's crazy, huh? And yeah. I, like a bunch of drivers probably didn't compete in it because I don't know. It's probably way the hell across over the water, you know. Like it's far away. I from yeah, what I can all remember, them top guys went over there and did it. Well, from what I can remember, like there wasn't a lot of people that ran in it from Formula One, and like, yeah, I don't know, dude. I was I watched some in car. A couple months ago of Mario Andretti in like a 70s Indy car. Mm. It might have been a 60s Indy car, actually, but it was going around Indianapolis, dude. And that shit was probably sketchy. Dude, you couldn't pay me to do that. Yeah. There's Uh, something to say. Like, I feel like this is not not even just racing, but in some sports. When you go look look at, let's, let's just say football, basketball, and racing. Go look at the way the sport, the, the the athletes were, and the way the sports were in the seventies, sixties, and fifties. People, the people that played in those times, 
It's a lot. Like, that's a different breed of people, man. Right. Like, so the people who raced during that time is a different breed of people. Oh, yeah. You're saying? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Are, you think some of these kids that are coming into NASCAR now would go do some of that stuff they were doing back in the day? I don't know, man. It's hard to tell. I, because it's just such a different time, such a different culture. Like, who knows? You know? Yeah. I imagine some of them would. Like, I feel like if you like to race, man, you like to race. If you get opportunity, I feel like you would take it, you know? Like, if someone came to you and just, like, offered you an ARCA ride, tell me you wouldn't take it. I'm taking a heartbeat. Yeah, so would I. So it's like, you know, I, it's hard to compare, like, generations. But definitely back in those days, those cars, the way they handled was a whole different beast. Mm-hmm. And they definitely were way more sketchy, you know, sticking out, their heads sticking out. Yeah. Way up out and their tires being right there and crashing, yeah, I mean, dying. They, and, yeah, if they, I mean, if you crash those cars... Like, bad, you're gonna die. Yeah. That's like, crazy. And even still, man, like, I mean, the death rate in Open Wheel Racing back then it was like crazy, astronomical. Yeah. Like, people were like, it, like, dying like every weekend. Yeah. Every other weekend. Like the 60s and 70s. <clears throat> yeah. And it was just like, it was just, yeah, what they did. <laughs> it's just what they did. That's crazy. And I feel like it took a really long time, even in like NASCAR, to really amp up the safety. Yeah. Like, dude, NASCAR had so like so many people die before Dell Earnhardt died. Yeah, well, finally... there was like four people in the span of a year in yeah. 2000. But even like in the 90s, dude, there was like people dying in like truck races and Xfinity races. And, like, yeah, John Nemechek, yeah. J.D. McDuffie mm-hmm. died at Watkins Glen. I mean, in, and what was it in F1? Ayrton Senna died. Yeah, but that was earlier. Yeah, that was in the ninety early nineties. But is he the last death in Formula One? No, Jules Bianchi. Oh yeah, like, what four years ago? Oh, oh man, I can't believe I forgot that. Yeah, the only I just remember that because I seen something about it. It's it sounds bad, but it's kind of hard to forget. But it wasn't like because it wasn't like a like a bad crash per se. Well, he like slid up under a well, yeah, a that's what I'm saying. And it was because he went off the track when it was raining. Yeah, and the FIA were being silly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why was that tractor even there? Yeah, no. See, I think since then they they kind of changed that yeah, like, shit. Around. Like F1, like that they, they should have been smarter than that. Yeah, and you know, like there was like a, that like that was no like chance motorsport death, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that like, shouldn't happen. Like, you know, what happened to Dale Earnhardt was kind of a chance. I yeah. mean, he could have been wearing a Hans device, but people just didn't do that back in the day. Yeah. It was just he, a he ch- didn't want to wear one. And a lot and a lot of guys crashed like that and had no no problems. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. that perfect timing, impact, speed, whatever. That's like a fate type of deal, you right. know, like that that's a chance. But what happened to Jules Bianchi? Bianchi. Bianchi. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's a French fellow, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. There was a dude uh two thousand nineteen that died at Spa, yeah, in the F two, yeah. What, what was his name? His car, uh, oh, Antoine man, that, Herbert. Yeah, Hubert. dude, that that wreck, seeing that car get split in half. But see, their funny. issue is, is he had had his initial crash, and because you know the car's only built to sustain one, and then he got hit again on the side, and I think that's what ultimately like the car failed. Yeah. So I think since then, you know, it, it's always like a moving progress, like, and then Roman Grosjean last year crashing and now they like changed everything about the fuel system you know 
Yeah, but even some of that made the cars look safe the way because I mean, even if that car didn't catch on fire, like, like that halo probably saved his life right oh, there. Oh yeah, like, if the car doesn't catch on fire, it's still a scary crash. But it's like okay, but still, like he went through that barrier right. though. Like if this is five years ago or however long it's been, he probably dies even yeah. if the car doesn't catch on fire. Yeah, because his head probably it, that that's so crazy, man. That barrier would probably break his neck. And ever since the halo. Like, there's been, like, some crashes where, like, the cars slide up over each other and shit, man. Ever since that Halo, it looks like it saved a bunch of lives. Or at least a bunch of injuries and stuff. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. How do you... What do you like better? Do you like the way F1 does it or do you like the way IndyCar does it? Here's the thing. I like the way IndyCar does it because it's, like, a whole windscreen. But I think in IndyCar, it looks goofy. In a Formula One car, it looks, like, cool. I think it looks better on a Formula One car, but I like IndyCar's idea better. Yeah. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, because the windscreen, you're never going to have... What Was it Felipe Massa that got hit in the eye with a spring? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're never going to have that in yeah. F1. But like, st- something would literally have to fall from the top. Well, it can go through the front. Oh, in an Indy car or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the Indy car thing, but... but they, they don't... I, I don't like these. too horrible. I, the only thing I like think that looks horrible is the side, like the area right here. Like, by like the driver's head. I think it just kind of looks goofy. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I think they're both safe and they're both good. But the thing about Formula One is they don't have a windscreen. They're still, you know, out there in the elements, which I think is badass. Yeah. And so. I mean, F1's just going to be F1. I like it the way it is. I do, too. But I am glad they put the Halo because I think it's saved but a with, lot of lives. With IndyCar, I think it makes more sense, especially that they race on ovals. Yeah. Like, what if there's a big one in front of them and the guy doesn't get caught up in it, but the debris that those type of crashes... like uh, People cause... were dying, like, in, uh, who died at Pocono from that? Too? Justin Wilson. From, like, yeah, a Yeah, a nose cone came off a wreck and came down and hit him in the head. That's crazy, man, isn't it? Yeah. Man. That's the whole nose cone off an of IndyCar. I know, man. People just dying in motorsports. It used to happen so that much. that is the wreck that really like told IndyCar they need to do something about the open cockpit. I know, and I thought, I mean, you remember when Justin or Justin Wilson? What was his name? That was Dan the, Weldon. Oh, Dan Weldon. Mm-hmm. Dan Weldon died. Yeah, that was, that at, was Las, like, at Las Vegas in yeah. 2011. That was the last time they ever went to Las Vegas. Yeah, I feel like since that crash, I mean, they still go to Texas, but they haven't went to like. Dude, Canada. their package is totally different now. Like. When they were running at Las Vegas, man, they were like three by three by three. They're just like hauling ass around that track. When they went to Texas, like last year, they were single file. Yeah. Like the package changed. But I don't even know if that was... I think that's more of the track than like the package they have now. But I remember actually even like just like five years ago. Races at Texas? No, races at like Auto Club and Texas. Like the package they have, bro. Like they used to have the craziest races at Auto Club. Like you may... I don't know if you remember the... Ryan Briscoe, like, flipping nose first into the grass at Auto Club. They haven't went back since. I remember some crazy crashes at Texas and the yeah. crazy finishes yeah. and shit. That's so, that's so horrible the way that, like, tracks like Michigan and Pocono were, like, I know Auto Club's newer, but they used to go to Auto Club. But I'm talking about going 50 years back. Pocono and Michigan were, like, mainstays on the IRL schedule. Well, how do you get it back? I think safety. And, like, I don't know if they can go that fast. 240 shit like uh. we'll see with those cars the handling for it to be any type of like you gotta have good tires be going that fast i think that's a whole come like all the issues together kind of just they're shifting away from it i hate that it has to be like that i do too 
because I mean, IndyCar car oval racing, Indy car oval racing five years ago was the shit. Like yeah. I showed up and I watched, dude. Yeah. Like I like I I would sit down and watch a whole Indy car race live when they were going to like Auto Club in Texas. I still go to Texas, but yeah, like you it's said, it's different the- though since the repave and they had PJ one on the track from NASCAR last year. Which I, hopefully this year they're not going to have the PJ one on the track. They're going to have it, dude. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean that, shit made, that shit made a horrible race even worse last year. Yeah, I know. Well, for the IndyCar and NASCAR. Yeah. And IndyCar did a doubleheader there, I'm pretty sure. Maybe not. I think they might have. I think so. They did like yeah. a Saturday-Sunday thing. It was yeah. like their first For me, though, back. with IndyCar, I, would, I don't want to do a doubleheader at an oval, man. Just go to a different oval. If you're willing to do a doubleheader at an oval. Let's go to a different oval. Yeah. Like, I mean, what could they do? Could they slow the cars down? Like if you just topped them out at like two hundred, like a cup car or something. Yeah, but no, but those cars here's the thing though, they need to for an any in any carnival should be going around two twenty, man, because they They're meant to fly around those corners. Yeah, but they, they're so agile that like driving an in any car like around an like a mile and a half over to hundred and eighty is probably so like nothing. Like just like like you want to add a little little like skill to the race, you know what I mean? Like I the, the more you slow the car down the less, like, the more it becomes a NASCAR plate track. I see what you're saying. If you just, if you slow them down, they're just, like, wide open the whole time. Yeah, and that's probably going to make bigger packs. Yeah. See, it's probably even, it's probably safer for them to be going 220, 230 than it is for them to be going 180 to 200. Because the slower they go, the more that they're also going to run. They're still going to be drafting, especially on, like, restarts and shit, even on a single file. But I feel what, like those races sometimes pan out. I feel like I've seen some crazy IndyCar racing, like you said, like five years ago. But I feel like they've done something with the car. Like even last year's Indy 500, like, it just seemed like it wasn't the most exciting. They also took the little side pods off behind the wheel. Remember that had the pods behind mm-hmm. the wheels and now it's completely open in the rear. That's cool. I remember when they came out, that was like their new generation car. They had that. Yeah, it started in like 2012, the year yeah. after Dan Weldon died. Mm-hmm. It was coming anyways. He just ended up dying. Yeah, because they wanted to prevent them from like... When their wheels, when they like get locked up from like skipping over each other, yeah. But all those, I mean, I remember just they hit a side pod and cut somebody, cut tire, you know, like you'd run to the back of somebody when they had the side pods in the rear. And then maybe their look is like, okay, we got this like protective full screen now, maybe we can start like going back to some of those tracks and taking the side pods off. And yeah, but even some of the shorter tracks, like why can't we have IndyCar Milwaukee Mile? New Hampshire, Richmond. Well, that might just be because of money. They can, like go, fans. To, they can go to Iowa. They can go to Richmond. I mean, yeah, but I don't know if people are showing if up. If they can go to Gateway, for all the people that ain't showing up there, they can go to Milwaukee. And they're probably trying to be more like F1. I don't know. I don't know. A they lot don't of need to be. Car. They need to be their own unique thing. I know. Like they've been, you know. I know. They I know. don't need to be too much like NASCAR or too much like IndyCar or Formula One. They just need to be IndyCar. IndyCar races in the rain, don't they? On road courses, yeah. yeah. Road courses. And not on ovals. You know who was testing rain tires on ovals this past week? NASCAR. Yeah. At Martinsville. Wetting the track, not actually in the rain. There's a misconception, which, I mean... It's for like a case that you know, that they want to dry the track quicker. I mean, I don't know. I guess they're not going to be ready for this week at Martinsville. There was talks that there could be, but I, I don't know. Maybe they might have that option later in the year. Yeah. 
like New Hampshire, Richmond, all the flat short tracks. So Martinsville, no, Phoenix, no New Bristol, Hampshire. no Bristol, two no, bank, no Richmond. They said Richmond, Richmond and Iowa. I don't know about Iowa. I was like the same as Richmond. I don't know. They just said flat short tracks: Richmond, Martinsville, Phoenix, New Hampshire. Yeah. Which I don't know. That would be cool. Probably, if it if it makes, probably do gateway too. Yeah. If it makes the racing like come back quicker, like through a rain delay, I'm all for it. Because I'm, you know, they're thinking like instead of having to spend hours drying the track, you could send the cars out on wet tires and they'll just dry the track themselves. But the issue comes like how does tire wear work out and like? Yeah, they'd have to dry the track probably a little bit. Yeah, and but, is NASCAR? But maybe they maybe instead of sending the jet dryers out for th- two hours. They sent them out for 45 minutes. Yeah. I see. And then here's the thing, though. Does NASCAR regulate, like, if you have to change your tires or, you know, how does all that work? Are they going to throw a caution? Like, when they I, think- I feel like if, I mean, I feel like if the race gets halted because of rain and they go back racing, every team should be required to go down, put rain tires on, and then restart in whatever position they were in. I don't think they should be required at all. But I'm talking about after that moment. Wait, it, like after it rained? Like, like, you see, after they rain and the track is for sure wet. Like, say they were, we were halted for four hours. I see. And we're finally saying. going back. The track's still a little wet. Every car comes down pit road is required to put on the rain tires or the intermediate, whatever. Whatever they got mm-hmm. for the weekend. Intermediates. And then once the race goes green, if it stays green, it's up to their discretion when they want to go back to a dry weather tire. The only issue I face is like NASCAR telling them like when and what, how to change the tire, you know, like I think you should leave that up to the team. I get what you're saying. Like if the racetrack is fucking wet and we're actually going to go back out there, maybe uh, regulate. You but that could be sp- a race time call too. It could be like, like the booth's discretion. Like right. If they want to make it a mandatory. What happens change? when it just kind of starts sprinkling and like just a little bit and like, that'd be cool if like we could keep racing. Type, you know, like if there's just like little yeah. rain showers. Yeah, I mean, they should be able to tell the drivers what the rules are, what the circumstances are, and just announce over the rate, like, or at least over the teams, maybe not the driver's radio, but tell all the teams, like, we've got this in this area of the track or whatever, just mm-hmm. so that, like, everybody knows, you know, just so, like, you're going to be out there on dry weather tires on a semi wet racetrack, but we want to make sure everybody knows that it's semi wet. Right. NASCAR can so some stupid it. ass Quinn Half kid or something's not hauling ass through the Daytona road course on dry tires or something and, like, Nobody says anything because his crew don't know what the hell they're doing. And he just sends it, <laughs> gets himself hurt. <laughs> That's terrible. Darlington, or NASCAR was testing the next gen car at Darlington. Yeah, I seen some like Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Whipping it. Yeah. I'm excited for this next gen car. I keep seeing pictures and bubble walls. Till it's with, trash. Well, I mean, there's no, going to be. I think it'll be cool. There's going to be some growing pains. Look at every new car ever. There's always been problems. The current car didn't race very good its first year. Well, see, what are we talking about current car? Like, every, because, we're, I mean, Gen 6, they've all been, like, redone now. Yeah, but just this Couple current this, this current chassis. But, like, just because they've redone, some teams fall back, some go forward. But the race and competitive doesn't really change because yeah. of the car. I'm just talking about when they all got this new chassis. In this new body 2013 yeah the racing wasn't like super competitive it was just like they would slowly get i don't remember a lot of the oval i remember the 500 and i remember it being boring 
But I feel like other plate races that year weren't that boring. There's a couple. Like, go watch some of like the Phoenix races, and that were like real boring. Well, Phoenix, I mean, come on, yeah. Phoenix. It's always boring there. Yeah, man, Phoenix championship race, baby. You excited for that, huh? A whole year just to come down to a track like Phoenix. That's horrible. That is horrible. I mean, look, Phoenix is cool. I think we should go there. I think we should go there once and just get it out of the way early in the season. Yeah, like at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I mean, we sound like broken records, but I think we should go to Homestead or Kansas for the final race. That or up. I think Homestead, Kansas, Las Vegas, Atlanta. Las Vegas would be cool. Or like, I don't know. Can you, I feel like it's got to be at a mile and a half. Like Atlanta. Like you just got to think. I know you, the race and sometimes it's snooze fast at Atlanta. But you just imagine this. 500 mile season finale. Atlanta Motor Speedway. The two leaders are two of the final four. And it's coming down to a run, and somebody's fucking, they're using their tires up, and somebody's catching somebody, and then three laps to go, and they're just like side by side doing that Atlanta shit. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much potential when they like race at Atlanta. Like, they should have a finale on that, like, they should do it like quick, bro, like next year, like before they repave it. Yeah. Like, we should, they should have a finale on that surface before it gets repaved. And then, like, maybe switch it to like Kansas or Las Vegas. Hopefully, when they repave Atlanta, it's still good. Yeah. The only thing that sucks about Atlanta is like sometimes it's just a snooze fest. Yeah. If they could somehow figure out a way to improve that aspect, I think it would be more attractive for a fan. Don't get me wrong, I like the tire wear thing, but when someone's got an 11 second lead, I mean, that's no fun to watch. Let's just be honest. Yeah, some races are just like that. I get it. Some races are like that. Some races need to be well, like even that. that last race. It was green flag and people were getting strung Here's out, but it still came down to it, man. We got like Pocono and Indianapolis and Michigan if, and no, we don't. Auto Club to do Indianapolis that. Indianapolis Road Course. I know, but those are the tracks where you just go get like a 14 second lead and, you know, they get really strung out like Pocono. Yeah, but sometimes, sometimes Atlanta races are like not like that. I know. Like, I remember. I feel like they were mostly night races, but I remember like having some green white checkers in at Atlanta, and like, you remember when Casey Kane won Atlanta, twenty fourteen? He he got Matt Kenseth on a green white checker. I think I do remember that. Yeah, there's been some like good little finishes like that. Like uh, I think it was Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon coming down to it at Atlanta in 2011, mm-hmm. sliding all over the place. Jimmy Johnson and Carl Edwards. Yeah. Bob Labonte, Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, Kevin Harvick. Yeah, there's a lot. I don't know. I've been beat. I feel like I've beat the drum quite a few times on the podcast, but like I, I, I'm in favor for Atlanta to be the championship Me race. Too. I agree with we've beat the drum a lot, but I think it's important. I don't think you can really. We say Kansas, bro, but do you want to watch a race at Kansas Fieldway November Look, 15th? I mean,. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'll I'll wear my boots and my my jackets. Man, you know we're you know we're just. I feel like it's gonna be though where it makes sense. What? Vegas. Yeah, that's probably where it will would be, or like, where are they doing the award ceremony? Nashville. Yeah, like Nashville being the, Bristol being the final. Imagine, race. You imagine the final race being a short track. Bristol. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, no, kind of like already. What if they had it like at the fairgrounds? 
I think it needs to be a mile and a half. But I think it needs to be a unique mile and a half. Now, they're all different, but like a homestead. It doesn't like, have to be like a unique mile and a half. I think, I think it's it just got to be a good one. Homestead is the perfect track. Or if they put Atlanta back to like a, a traditional oval. Yeah, but even you look at Atlanta now, even though they look similar, like a, there's another other track like Atlanta. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, Texas and Charlotte are more like each other now than Atlanta is like either one of them. You know Texas has got the flat one and two. Like Atlanta... Like Atlanta still has shorter straightaways and longer turns than any of those mile and a halfs, mm-hmm. and it's it's just it's different because it's you know the half mile the half corners mile and the quarter mile straightaways, which is awesome. Yeah, man. Oh, um, something I wanted to that so Darlington and Nashville they're doing the seven hundred fifty horsepower package. Yeah, did that come out this week? I don't know if it came out this week, but I just seen it. They didn't do that last year. They're over a mile. They're, those those are one point three mile tracks. Yeah, anything under a mile and a half. So those did, races will be. They didn't do that the last year, though, did they? No, I don't think they no. did. Because I remember seeing that big ass spoiler. Yeah, they didn't do that shit. They're gonna. It's the small spoiler too. I was like, oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, Darlington. I always love Darlington, man. I can't wait for Darlington. Yeah. Like when it gets to the weekend, like I'll kind of be excited for the Nashville race. Yeah, we'll be too. It's I'm like not, it's like how it was with Kentucky. I was like, oh, it's a new track. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, the Kentucky races wasn't as bad though when Kentucky first came on the scene. Like the old Kentucky surface, like they weren't like anything special. But Here's like, the thing though: that old Kentucky surface, man, was all fucking bumpy and weird shit, like drain holes on the apron and stuff. People were getting yeah. fucked up. Yeah. I needed to fix that shit. There was like a big ass one on the front straight our way, like by the start finish line, I think. Mm-hmm. And cars were over it. Looking like coming out of fourth, the Bristol dirt race. Mm-hmm. And going to a rut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had to fix it and then they fucked it up and had to fix it again. And then NASCAR's not going there anymore. Damn. It is what it is. But I am excited about some of the new tracks. I mean, Coda will be yeah. cool, Road America. Man, what's a, what if Nashville is like an amazing race and then NASCAR's got to like juggle like when they get the fairgrounds ready? Because, I mean, with the the amount of markets, you, you wouldn't think they would go to two races. I mean, maybe if they're having the championship banquet there, like maybe they do have two races in Nashville. Well, they used to have two races in North Carolina, Rockingham and Charlotte. Well, I mean, when you go way back in the day, they probably had five or six races in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, as far as, like, modern era, like, that was 2004. They were doing that. Yeah. I mean, the Virginia. You, you go back to the mid-90s, and where are they going? Charlotte twice a year? Rockingham twice a year? Are they going to North Wilkesboro twice a year? Mm, I don't know. Are they? Did they? That's five, that's five or six races in North right Carolina there. right yeah. there. And then, like, you got to think, like, Richmond and Virginia, or in Martinsville, are both in Virginia. They're all, like, right there, yeah. all the racetracks. Yeah. So now Tennessee's got three races this year. Oh, Bristol, two to Bristol races. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Nashville race. It's just how it is down there, man. NASCAR is, like, very regional. But I really, you know, there was, like, a big push to widen the audience back in, like, the early 2000s, you know, with Kansas Speedway being built and Texas and all them tracks. Which I hope they try to do that more. I mean, Kansas, I feel like Kansas gets good crowds. I think it does too. Like, it always has. The, I mean, before COVID, like the cup races would like get really close to selling out. Like, they're, I mean, those Pretty fans, sure they already sold out. I tried to look for tickets the other day and it said like $450. Yeah, they're expensive. What the hell, dude? We could have, 
We could have got uh, we you and me could have went to the race, the chase race last year for like a hundred and something. Yeah, it would have been like two hundred bucks a piece, one hundred eighty. It would have been like one hundred eighty bucks a piece. I think. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I remember they were like we were looking at them. I don't know, man. How like, how are in the NASCAR get before real the COVID vaccine? How could we go to a NASCAR race for one hundred eighty bucks a pop? No, one hundred eighty. It was still COVID last year. Remember? Yeah, yeah, but it was it was still COVID. We could went for one hundred eighty bucks. You just said before COVID. Oh. Well, this was in the COVID. Okay, so in the COVID, 180 bucks to go to a Kansas race, and All I right. just looked, and it wasn't off the Kansas Speedway website. It was off like you know, a, yeah, or something, some, like something like that. Yeah, like yeah. tickets StubHub or something like that. I think they're sold out from the vendor. Yeah, and it's 450 something dollars. Someone's trying to gank you. That's what that yeah. is. But the th- thing is, I need to call them because, yeah. like, I think they're sold out. Like yeah. as far as capacity, like whatever bullshit. I think they sold out. They might have seats, but it's probably like tickets that they sold to vendors. And well, that's what I'm saying. Like Seat Geek or like you, those are people basically yeah. selling their tickets. But like to be honest, like I might go. I need. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask my boss though for if Toyota's. I work for Toyota. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. But I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask him. Man, I, Kansas is cool. I really want to go to like Martinsville, man. I want to go to Bristol again too. Yeah, I wouldn't. And the road courses are so wide. Well, I guess we're going to more and more. But I don't know how I feel about going. If I wanted to go to a road course race, I'd want to go to Watkins Glen, just because that track's like historic and been around for forever. Yeah, that's. I don't want to go to Coda. I mean, Coda would be cool for like a Formula One race. But no, I wouldn't want to go to Coda. Like, if I went to a, a road course race, it would probably be Watkins Glen or Sonoma. Yeah, I think I would rather go to Watkins Glen though, because it's just like I don't know. That's more iconic. I would really go up there because the 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 landscape is real pretty yeah. up there. Like, I mean, it's California or whatever, but I would much rather go up upstate New York. Yeah, California's really pretty too, though. Sonoma's in the wine country. Yeah, but there's a, you know, deal. You can probably do stuff without deal with a lot less people up in upstate New York. Yeah. And to be honest, the time of year that they go to Watkins Glen is probably prettier up there than it is in California. Mm-hmm. It gets real pretty up there. Man. That would be cool. I'm trying to think of any of the other courses they're going to. Like, I wouldn't go to the Indianapolis road course. Unless it just like fell into my lap, I wouldn't go to the Roval. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless it fell into my lap, I wouldn't actively like. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be trying to go to Coda. Road America would be one I would consider. Yeah. The the only reason is like it's, it feels historic, man. Like, Road America. Glen, yeah, yeah. Road America. Like those are like cool, like just historic places was, to visit. Yeah. Like if NASCAR went to like Sebring. Yeah. That would be a cool race to go see. You know what I mean? Like if NASCAR like did a race on like the Long Beach Street Course or something. I honestly am not a fan of the Long Beach Street Course. Like I know it's iconic as far as like driving it or just watching a race there. I mean, just the layout—it's kind of fucking goofy. It just doesn't look like a good track. And like I've raced on it in games, and I know it's just a game, whatever. But like, yeah, it's kind of kind of turdy, huh? Yeah, it's like someone just. Kinda, yeah, I'm not like a huge fan. Kind of turdy is the perfect word for it. It's just like. Kind of turdy. Yeah, that's a new another left turn ism ism. <laughs> the first ever another left turn ism right there. Yeah, no, that, my man, it's kind of turdy. That track's kind of turdy, man. You know what? I'm gonna watch this year to see. You know, NASCAR's probably gonna go to a street course. Well, yeah, they're uh, for some reason they're talking up that Nashville street course a lot. Yeah, Is and any cars going there yeah, this year? Yeah, yeah, and they're also i racing 
here soon is adding the Chicago street course. Oh, the Chicago street course. And like they, that's what I saw. And, and in the video they released of it, it was, it was cup car. yeah, it was cup cup cars getting. That's what I saw there. about yeah. the street course in NASCAR. Like I was like, what? yeah, yeah, they're adding it. So I'm like, but like, there's been some other talk. Like I've seen some cool street courses. Like back like ten years ago, around there, maybe like eight years ago, NASCAR or IndyCar went to a, they did a street course in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And it, I thought it like was a really cool layout street course. Why aren't they going there anymore? Some bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I heard. People in Baltimore probably don't give a fuck about any car. That's probably one. Man, you got to be a, like. But I think the people in Nashville will probably be pretty hype about that. What? Oh, Nashville having a street course race, yeah. or whatever. Like it would probably be like a big event, you know? Like everybody, they're probably having all kinds of little parades and stuff. In I've the been city. through Nashville. They're supposed to, they're going to do it like on that bridge or whatever, right next to this Titan Stadium. I've driven yeah. on that bridge. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, and, and you know, like all around the roads that they have blocked off, they're going to have stuff set up, and like you're just going to be able to go around there and walk around. Like that would be cool. You just like walking around streets and like trying to get to different different points, different points of the. Because I've been to Nashville, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. I've been there. And like walking around and checking out different points of the track, but you're just like in Nashville downtown. Yeah, but it would be even cooler to like just hike around Watkins Glen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like if we if we showed up on a practice day, I would definitely just skirt the whole track. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Because I mean, when you get to an oval track, you just you see the outside, but you're like. I don't really care. I just want to get inside. Daytona was cool, but like we were kind of like we just want to get inside. Oh, the best thing for for walking zone would probably be get the infield passes and skirt the skirt the like the whole the per- perimeter track. of the track to the yeah. infield. Yeah, that's probably a track you would like like to watch Man, the race. We in should the go there and camp out sometime. That would be awesome. Walking Glen. Yeah, Walking Glen weekend, just camping out like. It would be so cool to see the view of like the S's yeah. from the infield. Yeah. Man, we would have to buy the tickets ahead of time. I wish I wish it was like you could make like just last minute decisions like that so you like see the forecast and you're like, oh, we're good. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to go to a rain out. You know what I mean? I've been well, I mean, if it rains, then he's. Dude, how many times have you and me just been sitting in NASCAR grandstands just wet, just butthurt? Well, if we're going out to Watkins Glen, we're getting like a camper. Or something like we're gonna camp. We're not just, you know, what I'm saying like we're either gonna get camper or tent something. Or you know, or yeah. we get like a hotel nearby. We rent a pop up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, yeah, rain delays suck. Hello. That one time at Kansas, we were there till like one or two in the morning. Yeah, I went to rain delay at Pocono one time. I had to come back a day later. And you had to drive. Yeah. Like th- I had to drive from my girlfriend's mom's house in Pennsylvania three hours to Pocono. The race got rained out. Drive back there three hours. Drive back three hours the next day to watch the race. And on top of that, Dale Jr. should have won the race. And I was like distraught after the fucking race. It was just I was like, I man, I, I would I would enjoy the experience more, like checking out tracks and going to races now because it used to be like. So in that like Dale Jr. fan mode, like I like I was focused on what he was doing. I wasn't focused on like having experiences around the track and just checking shit out and like just t- like going with the flow during the weekend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would be a lot more like that now, like going to new racetracks and stuff. Especially like even though you and me went to like ten races Dale's final year, like the experiences would probably be better now if I did them than they were back then because I was so like. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm I pretty have, sure you were too, probably. I was. Just caught up in like what Dale was going to do instead of like just seeing how it's going to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I thought Darlington was cool. I remember I fucked us and I made us walk around to the other side. I thought we were on the wrong side. And we had the like the worst, <laughs> the worst seats I've ever had at a NASCAR race were at Darlington. I don't know why they were so bad. We were like two rolls from the fence, and they were like, I mean, they look like metal fucking fold out chairs welded to fucking or like bolted down to like concrete or something. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like. I think it was really hard because it's a flat front straightaway. Like, dude, if we, when we go back, we're getting high seats yeah. in turn four. And we're going to see the whole one and two. Back yeah. Down. Like, we're, we're, like, that's a, like out of all the tracks that we went to that year, if there ever one that I'm like, we got to go back there. It's Darlington. Cause like I, like my, the seats suck, dude. Like yeah, I, know. I remember just being kind of, dis- I was also kind of drunk as I am at most races, but me being pretty drunk and then just trying to keep up with the race through the, it, it, d- it disorients you. Like I'm like trying to see what Dale's doing, but like, I can't see him for half the lap. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one thing that, like, how would you feel going to a road course race and just not being able to see? see. Yeah. Post up next to one of them TVs. Mm-hmm. That's why I think yeah. Watkins Glen would be. That's one of them tracks where you need to rent the race scanners, probably. But see, like, I bet Sonoma's, like, I feel like if you sit at the right spot in Sonoma, you could see a lot of the track. In Sonoma? Yeah. Yeah, Watkins Glen, not so much. Yeah, no. See, well, that would be one of the races where you buy the headset and just listen to the MRN broadcast. Mm-hmm. So, like, even though you don't see the whole track... Like, if, if there's a caution on the other side, like, you know what's going down. That's the shit that would kill me about F1, man. Going to F1 race. I would love to go to F1 race, but just, like... Like, can you imagine spending all that money to go to an F1 race at Coda and only being able to see four corners of the racetrack? Yeah. And it's, like, what, a 17-corner racetrack or something crazy like that? Yeah. Like, that would suck, man. Yeah, well, no, I know, I know. It would. Unless I was, like, sitting at the very top of that big-ass tower. Uh-huh, I was thinking about that. But Them and them good seats. That's probably expensive. I think it's just a tower. You could probably only go up there during practices and shit or something. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't mind watching a race from the bridges at uh, Dover. Yeah, that'd be cool. Dover's an awesome track. See, I heard that the one... I'm pretty sure the two bridges at Dover, I'm pretty sure one is, like, an only walkway. You know, to get to and from over the racetrack, but I'm pretty sure one of them has like seats in it. Like you can watch the race from it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure one. I'm pretty sure one of them has seats. In I would it. like to go to Dover race, man. That, that would be, be cool. cool. That would be cool. Oh yeah. Drive up through Washington D.C., pick up some skins gear, go to a NASCAR race. Yeah, that'd be sweet. See Dover. I'd definitely like roll roll by the Skin Stadium or something on the way. Yeah. Check that out. Even though FedEx is just <clears> kind of like. It'd be, it'd be fucking, I mean, I probably wouldn't even. I'd probably, if we just roll through Washington, D.C. and look at RFK Stadium instead of whatever their stadium is now, FedEx Field. They used to have, like, a really famous stadium, actually, like, in the district. And then mm-hmm. shit, like, they had to move out in the yeah, late it's 90s. it's still there. Yeah, it's about to get torn down, though. But, like, the whole name change and everything, I'm pretty sure they're trying to petition. And they're, they're trying to get a new stadium built on the same side as RFK. Like they're trying to take the Redskins back to Washington or the football team. Yeah, the football team. Well, I mean, uh, we can make some picks for Martinsville coming up. Good race, 500 oh, laps. Oh, oh, one thing before we get to that. We didn't talk about Carl Edwards' interview. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Carl Edwards was on Race Hub the other night. And it, I I haven't really heard from him since he retired. I haven't heard from him at all. He did that. And, and just watching his interview, and he was just like, 
He didn't, he wasn't awkward or nothing. He was just seemed cool, man. Like mm-hmm. he's just been doing cool stuff, sailing across the Atlantic Ocean and fishing and traveling the world and doing a lot of farming and riding his bike. I wonder if I wonder if he's in Missouri. Isn't that where he's from? Yeah, yeah, he's in Missouri, and he's it's more of like the uh, I'm pretty sure it's more of like the St. Louis side of Missouri, like south of that. I think I'm not enough sure. Don't quote me on that. But um, he said he's been he got into jujitsu since he was retired. He's been doing that. If he wasn't already the probably the toughest motherfucker in the garage, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Carl Edwards is a cool character, man. Yeah, man. And I've seen a lot of people talking about how evident it was how much NASCAR fans miss him. And I'm like, yeah, dude. And like, I, like, like it was cool. I would rather see Carl Edwards win than Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin. Yeah. It's just because he did backflips, man. That was always so cool. Yeah. God, God, he won 28 car. races. Seems like more. He might have, but remember, he had like a lot of years where he didn't win. But then he had some years where he put off. Yeah. It probably felt a lot more right if he'd won that championship in 2016 that Joe Logano pretty much took out, took away from him. Or just any of them. But if you don't have that moment, Jimmy don't get seven. I know. Isn't that crazy? What's the toss-up? Would you rather have Jimmy get seven or Carl get his championship? I don't know. It would be really cool to see Carl. If Carl Edwards gets one, does Carl Edwards still retire? Mm, probably. Yeah. It seemed like that shit was coming. He was crying in his interview. It seemed like... I feel like... I feel like that Dill Jr. shit wigged him out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, guys that getting... And then he had one really bad crash there at the end, too. And he was probably just confirmed his decision. He was probably already thinking about it. Yeah. And then he got that championship, took it away from him like that. And, and then, then a bad, he, scary-looking crash. Yeah, just turn head on in the inside wall. Yeah. By Joe Lugano's stupid bitch ass. I yeah. fucking hate that guy, man. Yeah. Well, we, we ought to start making signs for the NASCAR races and hold them up. I'm going to make one that says anybody but Lacano. Mm-hmm. Like them people back in the 80s that would hold the anybody but Waltrip signs up. Anybody but Lacano. Like, really, that was like, like at the end of that dirt race, I was like, please, anybody. Anybody. Like, I've never rooted for Denny Hamlin harder in my fucking life, dude. Yeah, no. I was a Denny Hamlin fan for like three laps, and he didn't get it done. I was a Denny Hamlin fan for like 50 laps. The whole last stage that he was like, you almost ran him down. I was just like, come on, man, not Joey Logano. And then you just see NASCAR tweeting out these fucking bitch-ass photos of him, like like putting the sword in the dirt and digging it up or whatever. I'm like, dude. Yeah. It is what it is. You need to go work for an investment firm and get out of the sport, dude. (laughs) Joey Logano's gonna be around for a long time. I know he's only—he's not even thirty. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah. You gonna make some picks? Yep, Martinsville coming up this weekend. It's a tough track for rookies, so I'm gonna say Chase Briscoe is gonna crash in his first appearance in a Cup car at Martinsville, I believe. Yeah. Well, for me, after riding high and looking having all this speed, sometimes teams just come crashing back to earth. I think uh, Suarez will have a little doozy this weekend. Put her in the wall. Yeah, or I mean, and young guys and rookies, they struggle hard at Martinsville. Yeah. I, I mean, big time. Look at Chase Elliott. You remember Chase Elliott's first yeah. race? He finished like 34th or whatever, way back there. Man, go back and look at Dale Jr.'s first race there. He had a rough one too. Yeah. 
Like, finish like 34th. It just happens, man. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. Chase Briscoe. There's no rookie ever runs good at Martinsville. No, never has. Like, there's only one asterisk to this, but usually rookies do not run good at Martinsville and do not run good at Darlington. Unless you're Chase Elliott and you win at Darlington your first start there. Yeah. But other than that, like those are the tracks where like rookies don't do well. Yeah. And just young drivers in general. And drivers that are like have subpar talent also like struggle. Like Eric Amarola. Austin Dillon. doesn't have a I mean, dude, I, I don't know about dude, my my whole like look on Austin Dillon is like slowly like coming around. Like like I, I know, we've been saying that for a while. I he's I'm gaining a lot more respect for him like the last two years. And I've seen him have run a little bit good this year too but every once in a while more i think than every more than once in a while he's kind of just like finished like 26th it's like okay <laughs> i mean dale had them races i know that's it's what a, made it so tough at the end of dale's career all that whole year he didn't have them in the, he, he had them in the middle of his career i know but towards the end it was even worse all right who's gonna run good mm. i got Bubba Wallace. Show, Bubba Wallace. Always showing some good speed at Martinsville, and he's got the new oh, team. Yeah. yeah, hopefully he knocks that top 10 off for them. Yeah. I think yeah. Chase Elliott's due for a good run here. I mean, he got top 10 at the dirt race, but like... Chase Elliott's kind of been I like think, non-existent. I think we're going to see him. Like, he might not win this weekend, but I think we're going to see him competitive in the top five. Yeah. Everybody thought he was going to win at Phoenix, but... No, he didn't even... Well, I mean, it's a whole different, like... I know, but... Didn't they run, dude? They, didn't they run like the high downforce in that last yeah, race? They did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like totally different package. Yeah, that's true. And isn't that crazy how just like the change of the car can just change everything? It's just racing, man. I know. Who you got to run good? Uh, Chase Elliott. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Right. Who do you got to win? Who I got to win? Mm-hmm. I think Danny Hamlin will. Bang off his sixth or seventh win at Martinsville. Denny Hamlet's good at Martinsville. Yeah. He's got six? Seven? Five or six. Does he? Yeah, right now. Who's got the most wins there? Um uh it's not Jimmy Johnson. Jeff Gordon, is it? Daryl Walter, maybe. Yeah, I mean it might be Rich Petty. Rich Petty. If it's not Richard Petty though, it's Jeff Gordon or Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson, yeah. Darrell Waltrip's got a lot at Bristol. Yeah. Yeah. And he went like eight in a row there or something mm-hmm. crazy like that. I think Kozlowski's going to win. He's good, and he's been running yeah. pretty solid. And That was, like, a, you know, that is a good pick. That was my pick before I saw your pick. Yeah. <laughs> but. Kozlowski will just like lead every lap this weekend or something launch. He'll just pull that shit off. He does every once in a while. He'll, or he'll be like three. Once in a while, like. Once or twice a year, Kozlowski puts a clinic on. And it's usually at, like, short track. Yeah. Yeah. Kozlowski's a top-tier driver, bro. Like, I just don't see what all – like, I feel like there's just, like, this – like, they keep prolonging it, but I feel like him leaving Penske is just, like – Inevitable. Not – it doesn't need to be. I I don't know why it would. Like, like, I don't know why, like, he should be the brand of Penske, not Joey Logano. You know what I mean? Like they probably see Joey Logano as the number one driver. I mean, it might not work like that in NASCAR, but like you know, I wouldn't. Do you see Joey Logano as the number one driver there? I mean, what have you done for me lately? Who's won the most recent championship? Joey, but like, who's won the most races in that time? I don't know. Joey Logano's got more than Kozlowski, doesn't he? More wins? Yeah. No. They gotta be sick close. Nah. 
They got to be close. I bet. I bet. I bet there's a more than five race margin. Who's, I think Joey's got more. If that's the case, I'm about to prove you wrong. So just give me a sec. All right. You know. You know. I like that. I like that shit. I like proving my boy wrong. All right. Okay. So Joey Logano has twenty seven. Okay. Rack is last key. That's 34. Yep. Yes. I see it's more than a five race. It's all it's like a it's a seven race. Seven race. It just feels like Joey Logano's been around for fucking ever. Yeah, but he didn't win a lot the first four years of it. First first five years of his career, he only won three races. And when was his first one? Two thousand and eight? He won his rookie season. Two thousand nine in the rain short race at New Hampshire. And then he didn't win until three years later at Pocono in his last year at Joe Gibbs. And then he won one race his first year at Penske. And then ever since that year, he's just been on that bullshit. Because mm-hmm. that year after that, he won like four races. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is, man. I like to think mm-hmm. of everything as like from when Del Earnhardt died. Like Joey Logano's only right. seven years after Del Earnhardt died. I'm not turning this into 20 questions, but let me ask you one. What? Who's the 32nd most winning driver in NASCAR history? Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> okay. I knew. Why else would you ask me that? Man, I should have I should have asked. Uh, Another one. Like one right next to Dale. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. It's only like, oh. All right. Well. I remember here. all these drivers keep winning, dude. I remember like a couple years ago when Dale was like the 28th, 27th winningest driver. And people just keep. That's crazy. People huh? just keep fucking winning. That's how. Because you got to think now, like Carl Edwards passed him like that last year of Carl Edwards' career. He won three races that year. He passed Dale. Danny Hamlin's passed Dale now. Keselowski and Joe Logano have passed Dale. And I mean, Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick have been passed him for a while, but like, you know what I mean? Uh huh. So, and you got to think, Chase is probably going to pass him. Yeah. Yeah. People Arson. keep winning. But it's also, I think maybe not as many people will pass pass him though on the list though because you know how it's just going. People, the teams are going through drivers more. It's becoming more like F one. If you don't win, you're out. Yeah, and like people aren't giving people a chance. You know what I mean? Like, dude, look at look at Michael Waltrip in the nineties, dude, dude. If Joey Logano came into the sport right now, like he might have had to go drive for like JTG. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess Roger Penske just knew what's up. Well, that's what I'm saying. Go look at Michael Watch, but I think it was 437. 462 races. Yeah, before he won. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, but he didn't have a good car a lot of his career. I mean, if you go he, back and watch. He did, though. He was, like, running up front and, like, almost winning races. And when he was driving that Pennzoil car. The 7 car? He won the All-Star race in it. The 7 car? I thought it was 30. Oh yeah, 30, 30. Yeah, 30. He ran a seven car too. That's what he won the All Star race. And yeah, I did. I watched like the nineteen ninety uh, a Charlotte race, not the Coke six hundred, the five hundred miler. And he was like running like fourth. Yeah, I've have you, have you seen that documentary about him? The fucking Michael Walter blink of an eye. Yeah, it, yeah. It talks about like yeah, he was running good. Yeah, and if was, you guys haven't seen that, I go watch it. It's pretty pretty damn yeah, good. Yeah, it's it's emotional. Well, yeah, dude. I, when I first watched that, I was like. Uh, they got they got Dale in there talking about his dad, and you're like, man, mm-hmm. like, yeah. there's been all those tweets going out lately, or all those. I they probably do it on Instagram too, talking about 
they're like, you know, making fun of you for a movie making you cry. And then it was like the movie or whatever. And it's like that. You're talking about a NASCAR, making a NASCAR fan boohoo a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ah, bro. That's what it is, man. Well, any more closing thoughts? We'll wrap this up. No, man. I'm excited for Martinsville. I can't wait to. Me too. Saturday night racing. Let's go, boy. What are you doing Saturday? Watching the race. Where at? Here. Here. Yeah. Saturday night. I got to work Saturday, but Saturday night after working, I'm on. Banner best be, or our league owner best be moving our league races to to late. We'll figure it out. I don't I don't virtual race when real racing's on TV. Nope. Me neither. Well, let's close this out, folks. Yeah, we'll be back on Tuesday to recap Darlington and get everybody ready for Richmond. I'm excited for Richmond too. We're it's not recapping be... Darlington, you fool. Oh, recapping Martinsville. Martinsville. You know what I mean. <laughs> All right, everybody. We are out.